God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you, worship team. Praise God. I want you to take your Bibles with me and go to 2 Chronicles. 2 Chronicles 7, 14. Familiar passage, but one we firmly believe. Father, we come before you tonight grateful, thankful for your mercy and for your goodness. Jesus, Jesus. I want to thank all of you for your prayers. We have a beautiful baby, Juniper Evangeline, that made her entrance on Monday. And Violet, the two-year-old, decided she'd just go ahead and lock her. And so we just appreciate all of your prayers in interceding and, and just praying. Um, also pleased to report that uh, Lee Fogelman had a procedure today. It went well. Men, and he should be coming home tomorrow. Uh, Haley Braley had her second surgery today, and everything went well. She's got another surgery on Friday. Please continue to pray for her continual comfort in her body and that uh, the Lord would, would heal her. Uh, remember this week, uh, uh, Friday night, we're going to start revival services with Dean and Peggy Caldwell. And we are expecting an outpouring of the Spirit. And also there's a Catalyst Women's Conference over in Leonard. And that's going to be from 10 to 3 on Saturday. And the youth had this on the calendar for a good many months. And so they're going to be taking a trip on Saturday as well. But tonight I want to, I want to start out here in Second Chronicles. I want to be, read our text first. And then I want to back up to the, to the start of this chapter here. If my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Father, we need you tonight. Lord, we need you. Our land needs you. This hour, Lord, that we're living in, lost humanity, Lord, in need of you. Father, I pray that the glory of your spirit may rest in this house tonight. Now, before we get to that tonight, I want you to, I want you to back up to the first verse of this chapter. I just want to look at a couple of things here. I think many times as we look at scripture, I think what empowers that scripture is knowing our purpose, is understanding what we are meant for, and who we are meant to house. And then it brings into light more the, the context of this passage of Scripture. But I want you to look there in, in the seventh chapter, the first verse. It says, when Solomon had finished praying, fire came down from heaven. Don't you love that? We talked about Sunday when Elijah finished praying. He didn't even finish and fire came down from heaven. Consume the burnt offering and the sacrifice, and the glory of the Lord filled the temple. Woo. 
Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Those are types and shadows, the blueprints of the completed house. You were meant to house the glory of the Lord. We beheld him, the glory of the only begotten of the Father. We are called to house the glory of the Lord. All of my years of ministry, which some of you have twice that many in this room, all of my years of ministry, I have discovered that the greatest impact any person has ever had to alter their very existence and habits and behaviors, to wipe away their history and to step in to their destiny has begun with the power of the glory of God resting upon the people of God. It changes everything. People can come to the altar and, and experience Jesus, the Spirit of God and the fire of God, and walk out of here different than what they came. We need no less in the day that we're living right now. We need the power of God to be housed in every vessel, and the discovery is this. He's already there if you're a born-again child of God. He's already in the midst and so when you are longing, that yearning, that desire, that hunger to say, God, I just want more. I just want more. I just want more. Let me say to you, that is not your spirit necessarily originating that idea. It's the Holy Spirit saying, I want more of you. I want to pour into you. I want you to reveal to you who I am. I'll go back to what the Lord spoke to me in case you missed it Sunday morning. We were in service there last week. What a, an incredible time that we had. Different preachers were preaching throughout the week. Morning services, evening services. But the most powerful services were not necessarily the night services. It's when there was a handful of folks in the sanctuary in a TNAM service. And the spirit of intercession just swept over that church not over the church, over the front row where the preachers were sitting. And fell upon our face and began to cry out to God, just weeping and crying out to the Lord. As we wept and cry out to the Lord, the Lord spoke to me in such a way that I, I have not heard his voice. He said, son, I want you to feel what I feel. I want you to know what I know. I want to share life with you. I want you to feel what I feel. I want you to feel the joy, the hope, the glory, the passion that I have for you and for the lost. See, he wasn't just speaking that to me. And why did he start with the leadership? It's because the leadership conveys or should convey what the Lord wants to speak to his people. With just a mouthpiece, with just a microphone in his hand. And what God is saying to you in this hour, he's saying to you, I, you've had enough of the feelings of the world. 
You've had enough of the fear and the anxiety and the worry and the dread that is that is encompassed your life. It's the dark shadow that you can't see through. You don't you don't know how to navigate in these areas. It's because you're not meant to live in that mental atmosphere. God wants you to feel what He feels, which is the fruits of His Spirit: that love and joy and peace, and gentleness and meekness, and have that self-control. I want you to know what I know. And I thought, Lord, that sounds a little arrogant. He said, no, son, look at the scripture. They shall all shall know me from the least to the greatest. I'll put my laws into their, into their mind. I will write them upon their heart. You won't have to declare to them, know me, because they're all going to know me. But I believe where we have faltered is in the sharing of life with the Lord. He wants us to share life with him. Think about it just a moment. How many of us have lived in this insecure state of being in mind where we have continually wanted to find the favor of the Lord that was already there? Keeping that distance between us and him. Trying to earn something so we can have his favor. And all of the long, the Lord has had his arms open wide saying, I just want to share life with you. That's why I created you. That's why I brought you into existence so that you may share life. I've called you to be the head, not the tail. Quit following the Lord and start seeking after me. To share life. To know that I'm for you and I'm not against you. To share life. And the struggles and the joys and the successes and the failures to share life every day with you and notice here as we move forward and the priest could not enter the house of the Lord because the glory of the Lord filled the house there comes a time folks where the glory is going to rest upon this place so rich and so strong and so heavy that you're not going to want to touch it you're going to bow the knee and just say you are Lord not me I don't want your glory to I want the glory of God When all the children of Israel saw how the fire came down, when the world sees the fire come down, when the covenant people of God see the fire come down, and the glory of the Lord on the temple, they bowed their faces to the ground on the pavement. They worshiped and they praised the Lord, saying, For he is good. And his mercy endures forever. He is good. And his mercy endures forever. What happens when the fire comes down and falls upon the sacrifice and upon the house and then the glory begins to settle and rest 
Then those that are looking on the outside, as they're looking in, all they can see is the goodness of God and the mercy that endures forever. I deserve judgment, but he gave me mercy. Oh, he's not an evil God. He's not a God that is worried about all of the penance that we didn't accomplish and all the things that that punitive mindset and this petulant God that's wanting to snuff us out. No, he made the sacrifice. He is a good God. I deserve judgment, but he gave me mercy. And the son offered so many sacrifices. The altar could not contain it. Thousands upon thousands of sacrifices that were made to give us an image and an understanding that the Son would show up one day and He would offer a sacrifice that the cross could not contain but would spill out into not just that generation and nation but all generations for all of eternity because His mercy endures forever. So when we see purpose, does it not empower us to come down now to the verse here in Second Chronicles? Let's start with verse, verse 12. Then the Lord appeared to Solomon by night. Folks, I believe we're in a night season said to him, I have heard your prayer. Rest assured, God hears your prayer. And have chosen... Have chosen this place for myself as a house of sacrifice. chosen this place chosen this place where he would make his sacrifice he's chosen this church in this hour and when I shut up heaven there is no rain or command the locusts to devour the land or send pestilence among the people if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. This is a merciful God that we serve. You... Have you been here, if you've been here in the last three months, you have heard a continual thematic message that just filters into every message, and that is image. As we bore the image of the man of dust, we are called to bear the image of the heavenly one, which is Jesus. You'll have no other images before me. The Lord said, don't create, go out and start creating images because you want to formulate and make me into something of your imagination. The Lord said, no, I'll define myself. I'll show up myself and you'll see me for who I am. 
I will show up in a in a in a in in the likeness of human flesh. In fact, I will show up as a human and you can begin to see who I am and you see my son, you will see the father. Jesus said it repeatedly, I will show you as I will not live as an example for you. I'm going to live as an example of you. And folks, if we can get that part down, we'll begin to understand that Jesus Christ lives inside of us as the example of, the, of, the, of, of us and that we are to live in association and communication and relationship with the Father, being empowered by the Spirit walking in the glory of God and but folks there is a enemy to the cross of Calvary there is old stinking human flesh that wants to veer away there's vain imaginations that want to define God as something other than who he is and begin to enslave and entrap people in areas of sin and saying they cannot have power over sin because they're not the right image and they want to bear an image that is not true to the true image that God has given of himself the Lord said, I will not tolerate that because it will bring my people into bondage. He wants to liberate, set us free. When he said, if there ever comes a time, if there ever comes a season where there is a refusal to live in that relationship that I have made. Follow after other images. And I shut up the heavens. And the crops are eaten up. Pestilence ravishes the land. The merciful God said, I will give you a means of healing if my covenant people my chosen ones if they will humble themselves and pray and seek my face that word humble means literally to bow the knee You are Lord. I'm not Lord. There's no denomination on earth that's Lord. There's no other person that's Lord. You are Lord. And Lord, we, we humble ourselves. And Lord, we pray with the open channel that you have given us through the shed blood of the Lamb as Jesus Christ bore our sins and opened the passageway in our heart to the throne room of grace. That, Lord, we can call upon you in our time of need. And, Father, we are in a time of need. And, Lord, we're not seeking your hands. You have provided, Lord, bountifully for us. We're, we're not seeking after your hands for, Lord, your provision because you have given us everything that we have ever needed. 
No, Lord, we want to seek your face. We want to know you for who you are. We want to know, Lord God, your image, and we want to behold you. We want to look into the mirror of the Word of God, and we want to reflect your image. We want to know. Paul said, I want to know him in the, the power of the resurrection. His resurrection. In the fellowship of your suffering. Because he suffered it all for us. God, I want to know you. I just want to know the Lord. I want to know what pleases him. I want to know what displeases him. I want to know what he's up to. I want to know where to go. I want to know what to say. I want to walk where he walks. I love it when my two-year-old, when I decide I'm going to go to the store, she said, I'm going with you. I want to reach up to my father as a two-year-old and say, wherever you go, I'm going with you. And I want to see that smile on his face of such joy because she wants to go. I want to go. Do you understand that that's the way the father sees you? He doesn't want you to continue in that struggle that you're in right now, trying to make a, the ends meet, trying to get from point A to point B and feeling like life is not worth living anymore when you have been divinely called, divinely purposed, and divinely designed to house the glory of the everlasting God. Lord, we just want to know you. We want to behold you. See, it takes humility, church takes humility. I believe the Lord included that for us to turn from our wicked, wicked ways. I was trying to find as I was looking at just a word study. Wicked means wicked. It means evil and bad. But if you trace it all the way back to the garden... You find out that the wickedness originated with a lie. Partake of this fruit and you'll be as God. Partake of this fruit and you'll be as God. You won't need him anymore. You'll have all you have the knowledge of good and evil, and then you'll you'll be able to navigate. But instead, what we got is God is like us. God is angry. God is insecure. God only loves me if I do things that I'm supposed to do. And so we walk away from the presence of the Lord because we feel a sense of rejection. We don't feel the acceptance. And so we walk away from the Lord shouldering all the burdens and the cares and the worries of this life because pride has now taken over our heart. I'll do it myself. I'll get it done myself. I will show them the man that I am. I'll show them I'm the woman that I, I will, I will do it. My, I'll prove to the world I can do it. See, pride is fiercely independent. Has no regard for others. 
It bolsters itself and lifts itself up and puffs its chest. It says, I will get this done all on my own. And I will get full credit for it. But humility understands that everything that is good comes from God. And everything that I have is what he has given me. And it brings forth a grateful heart because I know that without him, I will do nothing. Not that I'm nothing. I'm precious and created in his sight. But, but I'm at a place where I need him. And the natural outflow to humility is a genuine regard for others. Because you don't see yourself above your position in him. See, so the wickedness is trying to find love in all the wrong places. Trying to find love in too many faces. And that's not scripture I'm quoting there, okay? You know, there's going to be a sad day. Jesus declared it. He said, not everybody that calls me Lord, Lord shall enter into the kingdom of heaven. But he that does the will of my Father. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied? There's a whole lot of prophecies going out. There's a whole lot of prophesying to sell a book. To establish a platform. There's a lot of noise in our land today. White noise. Clouding and distorting. But I, I'm not a prophet. But I'm going to prophesy something to you. There's a thundering from the throne of grace that's going to drown out every other voice. It's going to be only about the glory of the Father and Him alone. And there's going to be a voice that begins to reverberate. It's going to begin to reverberate throughout this world. And those persons that are standing there are going to bow their knee and begin to cry out, He is holy. He is holy. He is holy. There is a thundering. There is a thundering. There is a shout that's coming from the inmost part of a being of the church that's going to disrupt the strongholds of the enemies in these days. If my people which are called by my name shall humble themselves and pray and seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. See, the Lord is... Thank you, Lord. That portion of that scripture always perplexed me until this moment then I will hear from heaven. <laughs> See, the Father is listening with an attentive ear the words that he put down. He wrote them. I didn't. Whatever the scribe was there was taking dictation by the Holy Spirit when he wrote those words down. Had to be Solomon because he's the one that heard the prayer. He wrote those down. The Son wrote the words. People, you are called by my name. 
If you will humble yourself, pray and seek me. Turn from your prideful, arrogant ways to find satisfaction in the world. I'm listening for that cry so that I may heal your lands. I'm listening for the humble heart who's bowed to the Lordship and put me in the place that I can only occupy because I cannot occupy any other place. I'm listening for that cry coming from my last day church. I'm listening for the cry so that I may send the healing upon the land. Oh, God, our Father, forgive us for our wicked arrogance, for our disunity. Father, forgive us. Horrible seated of a current that did stand. Stand, church. Herbo so, herbo ko, elia no nora se da 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 da. All the spirit intercessions in this house right now, church. Let's begin to pray. Begin to cry out to God. God wants to heal. God wants to heal. He wants to heal. He wants to bring a healing of hope. He wants to bring a healing of joy. He wants to bring a healing of purpose. Oh, mighty God, mighty God. Rosha Rebeke, Rosha Ramade, Rosha Rebeke. Lombara Ser Mondoro Ramade. That word earth means the whole earth. That mean that word earth includes the inhabitants. That land means not just districts, it could be territories, it could be cities. That word is to make completely and entirely whole. It's Rafa. Oh, Father, we come before you tonight, Lord God. Lord, we humble ourselves under the mighty hand of God. And, Lord, we ask tonight, Father, that you would forgive. Father, we ask that you would forgive us. Forgive us, Lord God. Father, find you a place to pray. Find you a place to pray. Come on, come on. If you're a musician, I want you to come and kneel somewhere on this stage. Just begin to pray. You're a singer. I want you to come and kneel somewhere. We're going to give God the lordship. We're going to give God the lordship of this house. 
If you're a preacher, I want you to come and kneel behind this pulpit right now. Oh, merciful God, merciful God. If you're a preacher in this house, either a street evangelist or you're on, a, you're on staff here or you are a part of a, of a teaching and a preaching ministry, I want you to come and lay your hands upon this pulpit and we're going to begin to pray, God, you are Lord of the message. You are the messenger and we, Lord God, pray tonight, Father God, God, that you would forgive us of our wickedness. Come on, worshipers. I need some worshipers up here kneeling around, kneeling, kneeling right now behind these microphones and kneel. Humble yourself on the hand of God. Lord, we come before you. Come on, make your way up here. If you can't reach the pulpit, just put your hand on the person in front of you. Hallelujah. Singers, come here. Come now. I want you to come. I believe this is important. Come now, right now, right now. I want you to, if you're not able to kneel up here, I just want you to lay your hands on whatever area you're at. Put it on your instruments. Put it on your, right now. Come on. Come on. Father, in the name of Jesus, we're humbling ourselves. We're humbling ourselves. We're going to do this publicly. We're going to, we want you to see us. Come on. Come on right now. Come on. Don't, come on. Come on. Come up here and kneel. Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, we yield the Lordship. We humble ourselves in the sight of man and most importantly in the sight of God. This church shall be a church that houses the glory of the Lord. Lord, Brazil and our sons and our daughters and our grandchildren and our great-grandchildren come to know you, Lord. We humble ourselves, Almighty God. We humble ourselves, Almighty God. Begin to call out your children's names before the Lord right now. Begin to call out your children's name. You got sons and daughters away from the Lord. Begin to call them in right now. 
Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, reach the unreachable, teach the unteachable, Lord God. Bring them in, bring them in, Lord. Father, in the name of the Lord God, I pray right now, Father, that for that granddaughter, Lord God, that's, Lord, bearing a false image, I pray for that son that's bearing a false image, Lord God. Oh, Father, in the name of the Lord, bring liberty, bring freedom, Lord. Heal, Father, heal, God. Lord, make them whole in you. Make them whole in you. Lord, I'm asking right now, Lord God, for healing in relationships. Lord, healing in marriages. Lord God, oh, Father, I ask in the name of the Lord, bring a healing, Lord, of joy. Father, we've had sorrow upon sorrow, Lord God, that is, Lord, diminished and drained us of all of our strength. Oh, Lord God, I pray for joy. Father, I pray for healing in physical bodies, Lord God. Lord, eyes to begin to open, limbs to grow back, Lord God. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that right now, Lord God. Lord, heal, Father God, the prayer closet, Lord God, the intimate times that the people, Lord God, are called to be will, Lord, with you. Lord, heal ministries, Lord God. Heal ministries, Lord, and ministers. Oh, Father, this is a late hour, Lord. Father, we need you, Lord. Father, we need you, Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Church, you're more powerful than you know. You're more powerful than you know. The Lord is just encouraging us just to take a step closer to him. He's not asking you to work harder. He's asking you to step in. Step into that image. You're more powerful than you know. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Father, we don't want a series of meetings. We want the fire. We just want the fire, Lord to consume our false identities and to consume this man of dust. Lord, we just ask in the name of Jesus. Father, you worthy. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Obey the Lord.
Lift your hands in worship and just praise him tonight. Just praise him tonight. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Lord, we're just going to thank you. Thank you for the privilege of being in this hour. We thank you, Lord God, for the harvest that we can see in the spirit and we're going to see in the natural. Thank you, Lord, that these walls will not hold what you're doing in this house. Hello, I thank you, Lord, for the pastors, the preachers, the teachers, the evangelists, Lord, the apostles that are rising up even now, Lord God, to go out and to proclaim the good news. Lord, I thank you, Father God, for those that have called according to your name. Lord, they're going to reflect your image. They're going to, Lord God, walk in your likeness. Lord, they're going to feel what you feel, and they're going to know what you know. Lord, they're going to share with you, Lord. Lord God, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Father, thank you. Praise the Lord. Thank you tonight. Thank you for your sensitivity in the spirit. Thank you. Thank you. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Now, Lord, we yield, not just this night, the Lord just whispered something to me today. I was telling him, just surrender the, my whole life, the rest, everything. I just surrender. I just surrender. And I just felt the Father get excited. Amen. And I felt the Father just want to tell you, imagine your life wholly surrendered to him. Ain't nothing I can stop you. Praise God. I love you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for your hunger for the Lord. Let's come back together Friday night and believe in God for great. Let's shock our evangelist. He's coming to stir us up. Let's get him stirred up. Amen? Amen. Go get somebody. Praise the Lord. We'll continue in worship. Our, our ushers are back there. I didn't do a ministry, missionary profile tonight, but we're just going to pray for all missionaries, local and abroad. Father, you give seed to the sower. And Lord, we just, we sow the seeds in faith, believing that Lord, as we sow into your fields, Lord God, there's going to be harvest, Lord, in our fields as well. Bless the gift and the giver. It will go to the furtherance of your kingdom. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you tonight. Thank you.